0: Hello, guys. Welcome. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about very important and interesting topic, how to grow your business. And it's not to use standard methods, marketing, sales. It's more you can write a book and grow your business. That's why I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Karma Spence. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. You know, uh, I love reading books. I read a lot of books. I had bad habits by watching TV, overwatching TV, uh, and I check out data that people usually watch five, six hours a day, TV, it's a lot, <laughs> and I replace this habit uh, with good one, by read- and today I love reading books, I spend a lot of time by reading books, I can do it in the morning, in the evening. Uh, and uh, Karma, be- before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, uh, and why you decided to share with us about uh, this topic, like to write a book, to grow your business.
1: Okay, well, uh, it all started when I was four years old. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's when I fell in love with books. My, my father was taught me how to write, and he taught me how to read. I'll always remember, I was like four years old, and we were at Mombasa Beach, which is in East Africa, and he wrote my name in the sand, and he said, Karma, what does that say? And I sounded it out. As soon as I realized it was my name, I fell in love with my name in print and the rest (laughs) is history. (laughs) But it did take me a long time to realize that this is what I've been called to help others do. I did a lot of other things. I've spent a lot of time in marketing and PR and coaching and web design and all sorts of things that had nothing to do with books, but they all support your book eventually. So... When it finally dawned on me that, gee, I love books. I've been studying the publishing industry since I was at least a teenager. I'm obsessed with it. Why am I not doing this in my business? Silly me. <laughs> so I <laughs> changed everything up. And that's what became the author switch, which is my business where I help people turn on the author switch in their mind and keep it on and then use the books that they written to build their authority boost their influence create thought leadership and grow their business
0: nice nice love it love it karma i wanna start uh, from one question that i usually uh you know see when i read books because most business books are good for sleeping you know when you have problem with sleep you can take a new boring book Read it, sleep well all night. You can forget about pills, uh, about medicine. You don't need it. Just take a new boring book. You can read it. you know. But some books are great. For example, I can take a book from uh, Josh Uygerman, Seth Godin, many other great authors. I can read them. I can feel I'm um, part of this story. Uh, I can consume uh, this book uh, to forget about meal, about water, about sleep many other stuff uh, because I'm uh, inside this book. Can you tell how to write non-boring book? Because if you are talking (laughs) about business, it's important to share value. But I don't know what kind of value can be if it's boring. Nobody uh, loves boring stuff. So any tips how to write non-boring book?
1: (laughs) Well, there are two sides to that. I mean, you could write a business book that is a delight to read but if the person reading it has no interest in that topic it's going to be boring to them anyway yeah but there are things there are techniques you can use to make a book less boring and one is to put you into it to put your personality in it make it conversational add in your geek factor i mean for example i wrote this book on public speaking And I infused it with superheroes because I'm a geek. (laughs) So I (laughs) did everything with the sort of superhero theme that makes that, which could be a very dry topic, less dry. The other thing is to use storytelling techniques, to tell stories so that if you're trying to illustrate a point, you can use a case study of an actual client or even yourself Or you can make up a story that illustrates the point so that the person who's reading it can see themselves and see the solutions and how they might work and say, oh, well, if it works for Sally, it might work for me too. And those are the two best techniques to make dry topics less dry.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, one aspect that I can't ignore today AI, you know, today we have this AI, I know even some books were written by AI today. Uh, but uh, people usually criticize AI. Uh, because it's not human touch, uh, without uh, emotions, uh, ma- many other things, nothing special. Uh, can you tell how AI can help today to write a book? Because I use AI a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I even used before ChatGPT. Uh, and uh, I-, I found that AI can help me to improve uh, quality and increase speed. But I see when many authors usually overuse AI. You know, they uh, think that AI, like a golden button, silver bullet, name them. So can you tell how AI can help today to write a book?
1: Okay. So first is a little background. There's a lot of writers who are terrified of AI because they think it's going to replace them. Mm -hmm. And if they are hacks and write, Boring, run-of-the-mill stuff, then they're probably right. But AI cannot layer in humanity into its writing. So AI, you don't think of AI as being the thing you use to write your book. You think of it as your assistant to help you write the book. And there's many ways that AI can do this. In fact, just the other day, uh, my next book, requires some research because I am looking into neuroscience and psychology, and I have searched Google for the information I'm looking for, and I'm just not coming up with the stuff I want. So I thought, hmm, I wonder if ChatGPT could help me. So I used prompts like, is there research that links this idea with this idea? And it goes, sure. Here is five things and it and I asked it to cite sources. So now I have links, books that I can go to the library. I have links that I can go and I can actually read original journal research that I tried to find on my own with with Google and took days and found nothing and ChatGPT did it in like 30 seconds. So it's a really good research assistant. Helps you find yeah. the stuff. The other way you can use AI is to help you come up with your outline. So there's a a technique that I teach. I call it TAIR, T-A-I-R. The T stands for turtle. The R stands for rabbit. AI obviously stands for artificial intelligence. And the way this methodology goes is turtle, the turtle author likes to be very methodical. That's why he won Mm -hmm. the race because he didn't get sidetracked. So turtle author creates a well-researched outline for their book. But turtle might be a little bit more boring, might write the boring book, you know? (laughs) So then you take AI to kind of like fill in the research and create the outline so that it goes faster. And then you let in your rabbit author. And rabbit author is creative and rabbit author works with her muse. And now what you're doing is you've got this book that was what the outline was well researched by turtle ai filled in some general concepts gave the basics of the book and now rabbit infuses that book with your personality and with those three tools turtle ai and rabbit you tear through your manuscript
0: nice 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 you wrote a book about public speaking you know i found that many writers usually rewrite uh, even today, Chat GPT can replace many of them. Uh, I think, you know, uh, you mentioned that uh, writers uh, worry about uh, that AI can replace them. And yeah, AI will replace someone who doesn't adapt AI today, <laughs> hasn't, doesn't try to uh, use it to improve quality, speed, many other stuff. Uh, because others who do, they will replace them, not AI. So, uh, and I'm interested about um, uh, writing a book, uh, you mentioned about uh, research, you need to provide deep research. Uh, And uh, for example, a few days ago, I got uh, a new article from a new author. And uh, uh, after reading this article, I got it, uh, the author didn't know the topic. He he took the topic uh, to review some uh, platforms. But he didn't register on these platforms. He didn't uh, try anything from these platforms. And I asked him, you know, after reading your article, I can feel that you didn't register even on these platforms. He told, yes, I didn't. Why Why I need to do it? <laughs> I don't, yeah. you know, for me, you know, it's like gen- generic basic content. He doesn't know anything about that. So right. I denied to accept uh, such a copy. And you mentioned you wrote a book about uh, public speaking. Can you tell? Uh, how to find the balance between speaking enough uh, when you are ready to write a book. For example, uh, I think uh, you need to speak a few times, at least a few times, you know, to get this experience. Then you can share this experience in your book. Can you tell about this uh, preparation, deep research before writing a book?
1: Um, Let me understand the question a little bit better. Are you asking how long someone should speak before they can speak about their book?
0: Yeah. Yes, okay. correct.
1: Um, there are people who can speak right away. I mean, speaking is a, a talent versus skill kind of thing. Some people have a natural flair for speaking. Other people have to practice a lot and really learn the skill. Both people need to hone their skills, but some for some people, it comes more naturally. So it really depends on where you are in the spectrum. The key is, can you be comfortable while you're speaking until you are comfortable with what you have to say and speaking in front of an audience, I would recommend not doing it. And some people can do that right away. And some people, it may take them a year of practice. It really depends on what your underlying, your underlying talents are and how much you've developed your skill
0: yeah you need to feel confidence you know yeah. <laughs> if you feel confident if the audience will inspire you then yeah you can write the book you know <laughs> okay uh um i remember when um great authors share uh, tips how to improve writing skills most of them tell that you need to do two things to write a lot and read a lot <laughs> you know? and uh, uh, I, I don't remember exactly all the offers but many of them tell that you need to practice practice, uh, read by learning from others and practice uh, can you tell about consistency for example when I read a book uh, uh, from Jack London uh, it's called uh, Martin Eden about a guy who didn't have any education experience uh, but uh, he had a goal to become a great writer. So he was consistent to write every single day. He didn't search for excuses, you know, just did his job. And yeah, he achieved high results according to this book that was written a hundred years ago. (laughs) Uh, And I love reading this book, you know, because it's like perseverance, consistency. Can you tell about consistency? Uh, Because I see when people want to become a great writer, but they can skip, Someday, you know, because of party, because of many other things to do. So any tips about consistency and discipline? How to be, to have this discipline? Uh, For example, to schedule your time by writing or any other tips uh, to improve consistency?
1: Well, everybody does it differently. I mean, some people Mm -hmm. can actually block out time on their calendar and honor that. I've tried that. Doesn't work for me. Cause somebody else usually comes and goes, I need that time. I'm like, okay, so I won't do what I had planned. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just, that's how I function. What, so I just fit it in where I can. So if that's first thing in the morning, then it's first thing in the morning. The next day, it may be at lunch. The next day it may be after dinner. I think the the key is to continuously orient yourself toward your goals. So if your goal is to become a great writer, then yes, you need to write often. And you need to read often. And the reason why you need to read is so that you're exposed to different styles. Because by exposing yourself to different styles, you are able to develop your own. And now sometimes people get blocked. They get a glitch in their author switch and and they they can't write something that day because they just stare at the blank page. What you do in those cases is, well, there's several things you can do. One, you can take a piece of writing that you admire and just copy it. Because by, and do it by hand, Not a, don't type it into a computer, take a pen or a pencil, and a pen and a piece of paper and you write it down because there's something about the act of writing that will infuse the rhythm of that writing into your own style. So that's one thing you can do to kind of break through that block. There's also a theory called domain specificity, which I just learned about and I'm I'm not an expert on this, but what it basically says is that if you're blocked in one area of creativity, you may not be in another. So I haven't looked into this yet, but I highly suspect that if you're blocked in writing, Go do something creative in a different area. So let's say you're writing an essay. Try writing a poem. Try writing a short story. The act of doing some other expression of your creativity might actually unblock it. And by the way, that is a line of research that I'm gonna be going down for my new books. So stay tuned.
0: <laughs> nice, yeah. When you have this book, just let me know. I'll share it I with won't. my audience. <laughs> uh okay karma i'm interested about this blog you know uh because i had this feeling many times you know sometimes if i have uh i don't know some inspiration uh i can feel it you know i can write many hours uh, and it's okay you know uh, i don't have any problems but sometimes yeah i have this blog uh, i and uh, I usually search for ideas and I research a little bit what to do and I found that uh, many writers like me, they uh, have no ideas what to write. You know, okay, we know the main topic and you mentioned about the structure. Can you tell how to find these ideas? Uh, For example, if I'm blocked, but uh, I know the topic, but uh, for me, it's hard to structure my content. My book uh any tips how to find ideas to structure it
1: so are you asking about how to unblock a block or how to come up with ideas
0: uh how to find ideas that can unblock uh your writing i don't know your copy okay
1: well one way is to find writing prompts there are tons of them on the internet you just type in writing prompts and you'll find tons of them if you need writing prompts in a specific area then you do whatever the specific areas and writing prompts and this is another way that actually something like chat gpt or quickwrite can help you because you can actually ask it to create writing prompts you can ask it what are 10 ways to talk about this idea and then use that as a writing prompt so ai can if you're if your block is because you're you kind of come to a creative stopping point ai can help it can't help with all types of of writer's block but Mm -hmm. it can help with that but i for me it's that or just do some research find out what other people are saying about that topic and you never know what will spark that cool idea that you can write about
0: yeah nice yeah love it love it love it you remind me a quote that the error of lazy marketers is that you know, when you uh, uh, don't spend time by researching, yeah, uh, you can feel uh, such block, you know, in your mind. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, creating strategy. You know, for example, if uh, some companies decided to write a book to grow their business, mm-hmm. they need to create uh, the topic, the strategy of writing this book. Can you tell? How to do it, you know, how to unite and relate a new book with specific business that will sell products in them. It's not only to write a book and sell a million copies, it's more about to promote and create brand awareness for a business. Any tips right. about that?
1: Yeah, actually, if you want to write a book that will attract your ideal clients, you need to understand your ideal clients and your business and how they interact. And so what I recommend my clients do is create what I call a customer journey map and that is well it's actually a customer transformation map and that is a mapping out the transformation that you take your clients through so before they come into your business they're in this state and after you've transformed them they're in this state and in between there are some milestones now not every client comes to you at the beginning of the of the map they'll come at one of these milestones so what you want to do is understand what those milestones are and then choose one that's near the beginning because that will attract the most clients because most people are going to come in at the beginning of your transformation journey find an idea that fits in there that you love to teach about and write Mm -hmm. about that
0: Uh, Can you tell how to create this customer journey? I mean, like to this map. Uh, So we need to research the questions that people are asking and add to the book?
1: You need to understand what you do in your business. Uh So for example, my customer transformation map is it takes people from an idea to an outline, to writing and publishing the book, to marketing that book, to creating a business around that book. That's the transformation journey. Now, not everybody comes to me not knowing what their book idea is. Although some of them come to me having the wrong idea. So it's always a good idea to run them through that idea matrix that I have. Some people come to me for the book outline. Some people come to me for writing and publishing. Some come for marketing. But you see, there's a journey that the author's journey has that. And then of course, along that whole spectrum is mindset. So I always, always, I am aware of the mindset blocks and pitfalls and challenges that my clients may have so I can help them through it so they can continue on their journey. Does nice, that make nice. sense to help?
0: Yeah, of course, of course it makes sense. Uh, you mentioned about creativity,
1: mm-hmm. can you
0: describe what creativity means? Because you know, I see when people <laughs> understand it wrong, any, yeah, any insights about creativity.
1: Ooh, that's a big question. Uh, Creativity, what? It is, okay, I'm going to get a little spiritual on you here. In a way, creativity is your personal, your creative expression is your way of expressing your relationship with God. Honestly, that's the deepest root because God is the creator and we are his creations and we mimic him by creating but that's why there's everyone has a creative at least one creative outlet it may be in the arts it may be writing it may be in the sciences it may be in podcasting everyone has their creative expression and that is their way of shining the light their divine light into the world i'm not sure everyone would answer it that way but that's how i'm gonna go
0: Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, got it. Why not? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let me share a story. You know, uh, I think it's important to share stories in books. And uh, uh, I like the story uh, about a book publisher, Lloyd Richardson. He published a book 11 years ago, and he wrote this book uh, plus 14 years. So many years he wrote a book uh, after publishing. 11 years, he couldn't sell this book. Uh, He spent some resources uh, by promoting this book, but nobody cared. Then his daughter posted content on TikTok about this book uh, from account with zero followers. But this video became viral. Plus 50 million people watched this video. Uh, I watched this video, of course, because I'm curious. (laughs) <laughs> how to get plus 50 million views and uh, today this book is bestseller on amazon the seller uh so he uh, the offer used many methods uh, to market to sell this book but nobody worked only one simple video uh made all this job because that was creative that was interesting and after watching this video it's not like nice looking design that was a video that created uh, the feeling of... Uh, you know, I got the feeling I, I need to read this book. I, I want to read it. I'm interested. What kind of book is this? If offer uh, an offer spent 14 years to write this book. <laughs> so, can you tell about... Uh, provo- uh, you know, I see when uh, many books, uh, people can't promote them, can't sell them. Uh, books might be good, you know, valuable... But uh, it's about promotion, when you have lack of promotion, lack of marketing, lack of creativity to promote these books. Can you tell uh, what to do, how to promote a book if you feel that your book is good, uh, but nobody uh, (laughs) buys this book? Uh, So, any tips uh, how to do it? Because, you know, I see when book offers, just hire marketers. Give them all this job and tell, okay, please promote this book. I wrote this book. It's great. It's your job to promote. But it's, it's not the case. You need to work like a cohesive team because you know the book. You, uh, I think nobody knows the book better than the author who wrote this book. Any tips about promotion and marketing?
1: Well, first of all, don't publish a book unless you believe in it. So (laughs) hopefully, (laughs) otherwise, you can market it till the cows come home and you'll never be happy. Uh, The first thing to do is get the messaging right. So for example, I have this book. uh, This is Home Sweet Homepage. And the first edition of the book did really well. So When I came out with the second edition, which is the one I just showed you, I had great hopes for it, but I had the messaging wrong because my my business had changed and I didn't change the book enough to really match my current business. And so I got a lot of reviews about the book that were, it was like they totally missed the point. I'm like, okay, did you read the book I wrote? They did, but the messaging that I was using to market the book somehow gave them the impression the book was different than it actually was. And so they didn't like the book. So that's one key piece is you've got to get your messaging right. You need to make sure that it matches your book and the audience and helps them connect the two. And then from there, they're like, just like there are many paths to roam, there are many paths to market your book. So the best way to market your book is if you think of here is what you're good at when it comes to marketing, and here is where your audience hangs out, there's gonna be an overlap. That's what you do. You go, Mm -hmm. you stay in your happy place because if you don't like creating short video, you're gonna create crappy TikTok videos. If you don't like posting on Instagram, You're going to create crappy Instagram posts. So you have to really enjoy the type of marketing you're doing because when you love what you're doing, that is contagious. It shows through. So that's another piece of advice I would say. The other thing is there are some things that just tend to work better than others. So for example, showing up on podcasts that is a really strong book marketing tool the the authors who use it tend to do really well i haven't used tiktok to market my books but i know authors who are killing it on tiktok there are others who do really well on linkedin others who do well by going on stages others who do well by approaching associations who might um who have an audience that would like your topic i mean you really have to create that synergy between what the book is about, what you love to do, and what you're good at, and where your target market is. So there's, I mean, in fact, I'm, I'm creating a membership site called Book Marketing Club, where every month I will teach a new technique on how to market a book. And believe me, there are years worth of content, and I probably won't cover the same stuff That's how many different techniques there are to market your book. You just need to find the ones that you can excel at that also match what your audience needs. Yeah.
0: Valuable. Valuable. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Uh, Okay. Let's talk about common mistakes. You know, in my life, I made a lot of mistakes. I keep doing them every single day. (laughs) I can learn (laughs) from them. You know, for me, it's hard to learn another way. I'm pretty sure not only for me for anyone, you know? So we need to start from best practices, uh, generic methods, then we can adapt, change, learn from that. Can you list common mistakes that book offers still do and your tips how to find a much better way?
1: The first one that comes to mind is, is sort of like, if you write it, they will buy it, which is sort of a play on the field of dreams no they won't (laughs) you can slap as many books as you want up on amazon and if it isn't marketed no one will buy it (laughs) and sometimes even if it is marketed no one will buy it so just having a book and have making it available that's one mistake because people think i've written this awesome book everyone's gonna want it that's actually that's mistake number two everyone does not want your book. They may need your book, they don't want it. Only a subset Mm -hmm. of everyone is your ideal reader. And so you need to really hone in on who is your ideal reader? Who is the person who not only will benefit from the content of your book, but is actually interested in that topic? So for example, let's say you're writing about dating there are people who are in the dating world who want to date someone who are actively seeking advice to better their better themselves and attract in their ideal mate. And then there are people who don't care to read any of that stuff and are just going to like wander around and make mistakes and they're not going to read your book. They may need your book but they'd much rather spend five years trying to find their ideal mate rather than read your book and find their ideal mate in one. So one, don't just write it and hope it'll market itself 2 don't think everyone will want your book because they won't. And three, I think is a lot of people, they don't realize how much they need to market their book. I know a lot of authors who think, I want to be published by one of the big three, which number one is really hard to do. And then I don't have to market my book because the publisher will market my book. Now, boutique publishers sometimes will and big publishers sometimes will. But frankly, you need to market your book, which means you need to actually start marketing it before you even write it. You need to build up your email list of potential um, readers, you need to build up your social media presence. You need to build your audience, and then let them come for the ride while you write your book. I mean, that's kind of what I'm doing now, just by mentioning I'm working on one.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I agree. It takes time to to build audience, uh, mm-hmm. to deserve audience. It's not only to build; it's more to deserve it. You know, by sharing value. Uh, And yeah, it's important to relate your tips uh, sharing online to your book, you know, to your product. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Karma, I have the final question about uh, yeah, probably even two questions. Uh, You know, uh, I found um, that I usually get uh, good results with clients who understand SEO. Uh, Because um, you know, when uh, we uh, cooperate like cohesive team, when we have uh, our goals, uh, when clients understand why they need to create uh, high quality content, we we can get high results. But if customers don't understand SEO, I usually tell them take my course, learn on Google, on YouTube, get the basic, you know, if you get the basic, then we can understand each other to go ahead. I know that you consult about that, you help uh, people to write a book, uh, probably first book. Can you tell, uh, for example, if you started today from scratch without any experience, knowledge, skills, what will you do today to write your first book? Uh, if so, I, I want to uh, tell uh, someone who has this goal to write a book, a first book, uh, what to do First, second, or probably any checklist. If you they need to write a first book uh, without any experience,
1: any experience in writing or any experience in what they want to write the book about.
0: I don't know. Probably <laughs> any experience in writing book because.
1: Okay, because you need everyone to has you need to know to what, something. <laughs> I would I would hope so because yeah you don't want to write a book that you know nothing about. I mean, yeah. I, I went to a webinar once and they gave the example of someone who did a web, they were talking about someone else who had given a webinar and said, well, you know, I could write a book about gynecology just using chat GPT And, and they're a business coach. Well, (laughs) don't write a topic that you know nothing about. And it was a guy too. So, I mean, how does a guy write about being a woman? Uh, I'm, I'm a little sketchy on that one. Anyway, so if you have no experience in writing and you want to write the book fast, Get a writing coach because you're not going to be able to do it on your own you're just you're just mm-hmm. not if you can't do the writing coach at least get a really good editor who can massage your copy or hire a ghost writer because something i've learned in being a writer for a really long time is a lot of people believe that they can write even when they can't and because of this in companies that during a downsized writers are often the first people to be hot fired because, Oh yeah, the other people can write. N- n- no, no, they can't, but it is what it is. So you may be good at what you want to write about and therefore you should definitely be involved, but get someone who knows what they're doing as a writer and an editor To help you bring out the best of you. Because you don't want to put something out there that people read and go, gosh, this is terrible. This person can't possibly know what they're talking about. I've done a lot of book reviews. And because I'm open to reviewing any type of book, or at least I was, I'm, I'm on hold now for that. But... I got a book once where the the content was excellent, the writing was less than excellent. I will be nice. I will be nice and say it was, and the book really had no business being published in the state it was. It it needed a book editor because the concepts were not organized well. There were a lot of typos. There was bad English. There was a lot of like surface layer stuff when the author should have gone deeper. And if this author had hired a book coach or an editor, they could have come out with an excellent book because the idea was excellent. The execution wasn't. And when you have a great idea and bad execution, you're going to lose respect from your readers. So if you've got no experience, get help.
0: And, you know, vice versa, even if you have bad idea, but uh, good execution, implementation, <laughs> you can convert this bad idea to good idea.
1: <laughs> you can. You can. Yes. It, yes, if it, that is possible. Although I did, I just recently did a survey on my Facebook page where I said, if you had a choice between a bad idea, but good writing or good writing, but a bad idea, which would you choose? And the vast majority of people said, neither.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, love it, love it. Okay, Karma. And my final question about the future. You know, I I think uh, we often get something like that, that uh, books will be dead um, uh, because of TV, because of augmented reality, because of metaverse, because, uh, and we had the be- before, because of radio, because of many other uh, uh, format that people usually consume. Can you tell what kind of future will be in book writing? Because we have AI, technologies are uh, growing fast. Uh, yeah, any tips or prediction about the future?
1: Well, I don't think books will ever be dead, honestly. And I think the pandemic actually proved that. Because book sales didn't actually go down when people had more time to watch TV. Book sales actually went up. Now, what I have noticed in the data is that ebooks ver- are just stronger than physical books. And I think as we go into the future, that may be- become more the case because I think the people who like physical books are probably old folks like me. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, you know, I grew up with physical books. I like physical, I love the way they smell. I love the way they feel. I just, I love physical books and, and I don't like reading eBooks. I mean, I will buy them when people I know are selling them just to help them get the best- bestseller to support someone I care about but I'll probably never read it. So I think books as a thing will never go away. The format they'll be in may change. I mean, it may be that you'll, that physical books will be rare, but eBooks will always be there. And I think also that quality will have to continually improve because as more people use AI to write their books the lazy way and not actually infuse themselves, people are going to get sick of it. It's like, it's like in the early days of eBooks when people were throwing up crap, <laughs> <laughs> and it got to the point where no one wanted to buy an ebook book because they were all terrible. Well, that has changed. Amazon actually did a, did a thing where it won't even accept a book unless it's of a certain quality. If it ha- if it det- in fact, if it detects that your book is 100% AI, it will kick it out too. It'll get it unpublished. So I think that the quality of, of whatever it is is going to get better. And I think also that more authors are going to be using AI tools to help them do their job better. It won't replace them. They still have to do their work. They still have to be good writers because AI can only do so much. And I know, yes, AI has passed the SAT. AI has been able to pass the bar. But I don't think it will ever get that emotional quality that only a human can do
0: yeah nice nice we'll see we'll see i hope because i love (laughs) (laughs) reading books (laughs) you know it's my loving format uh i like other formats as well but you know for example uh book offers usually spend like six months a year to write a book but uh, if we take any other piece of content like uh blog articles uh audio podcast video it takes like a few hours probably a few days but not six months. That's why I usually love reading books because it's foundation of human psychology. And I found technologies are changing environment, but people are the same now. So when I take these books from Jack London, uh, even Shakespeare, when Mm -hmm. he wrote, this book was written many years ago, a lot, but yeah, people love it. Karma, it's a big pleasure to get my show to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to follow you, how to reach out to you.
1: The best way is to go to Authorswitch.com. And on that homepage, I've got links to all my other websites. So that's your best way to, and you can also just search my name because even though I have an aunt who has the same name, she's on page 35. I take up the rest. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, got it. Guys, you can find the link uh, in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. Love it. So sure valuable. I recommend to anyone to follow Karma because you can see a lot of value. Okay, love you. See you.